this week and even the last, there's been kind of this small uh, kind of undercurrent, this theme of judgment that has been present in the readings and, well, even in the Mass, and, and the Antiphon, one of those underrated parts of the Mass, which so many times gets skipped over, makes perfect sense today when we look at it. And began, Lord, if you were to count the iniquities, who could stand? But I confide in your mercy at the end. And I think this brings back to a, 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 a problem or something that we, that we kind of suffer today, and a lot of times, spiritually at least, in, that, in the thing that's called the presumption of the mercy of God or the presumption of the judgment of God. The readings here today talk a lot about judgment. The first reading talking about those who judge over others and reminding them at the end that we are subject to God's judgment. And though you might have escaped human judgments, or you could have tricked human judges, you cannot escape or trick the final judge, the last judge, at, at the end of days. We hear it later in the, the, in the, in the responsorial psalm. We see that the Lord gives back to everyone according to his works. This is another way of looking at judgment as well in the light of Justice And what is justice? Giving back what is due to one. And so justice is giving back according to one's work, works. And so seeing that appeal, knowing that we are under the judgment of God and that the judgment of God is just, it is justice, the way we look at that judge has to be in humility, not with a presumption, not with a presumption of, good judgment or salvation or of mercy, but in the look of humility. Because to presume God's judgment, to presume his mercy or to presume that, that, uh, that salvation is to kind of go ahead and take the seat of judgment of the Lord himself. I've always been mentioned in some other occasions that mercy is not for the innocent. We are not merciful to those who are innocent. And so those who have not sinned do not need forgiveness either. Sometimes that happens in confessions, that people confess things that are not sins and then ask for absolution. And so there's nothing for me to absolve. How can I say that you're guilty of something you did not commit? And so in the same way that absolution or forgiveness is literally for the guilty and mercy is for the guilty, so is the way that we look and ask about our mercy and our forgiveness. For we do not ask God for forgiveness if we ourselves think we haven't done anything worth forgiving. We do not presume God's mercy if we think ourselves are innocent. Then we don't need mercy. No, it's in the contrary. Because we are conscious of our iniquity, because we are conscious of our sin, yes, then I must turn to God and implore for his mercy. Not take it, and not demand it as if it were some right that I can demand of someone else, something that he owes me, no. Something that he gives, something that he gives from his own judgment, out of his own justice. And so a lot of times perhaps we kind of talk or think of or look at it, at least in that light, almost of a presumptive light. But I think what we see in the readings here, it reminds us that God, the just judge, is the judge. And he's free to act. 
we cannot presume his judgment. We should never presume to take the place of his judgment, even when it's for others. Let the judge act. Let his mercy and his justice reign. For it certainly is not our own sense of mercy and justice. And that's kind of where he takes the Pharisees and the scribes and the law teachers to task. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.